Welcome to People Behind the Business, Episode 7, a show for small businesses with small teams and huge ambitions. I'm your host, Rosemary Richards. For those of you that don't know this, I was born with a disability called uh, dyspraxia, which affects my spine and growth small distance. And you know, I think the biggest struggle when I first got diagnosed, even though it was years ago and I would have only been about four or five, was just being proud and truthful about it and being like, yes, this is who I am and deal with it. And it took me many years and it wasn't until after university that I gained my confidence in just being really upfront about it. And the older I get, the more I realize there's something really wrong with uh, doing that. But at the same time, it's totally justifiable. And that's exactly why I got today's guest on the show. Her name is Keisha Graves. And rather than letting her disability impact her life and define her life she too much, she decided to do something really productive with it and start a t-shirt line called Girls Chronically Raw in order to donate a portion of the proceeds towards those who are going through the same disability and the same ups and downs. So without further ado, I'm going to let her go ahead and introduce you. My name is Keisha Graves, and I currently have a t-shirt line business called Girls Chronically Raw. And yeah, I'm from Cambridge, Massachusetts, and I currently have something called Limb Girdle Muscular Dystrophy. Uh, so why don't we talk about a little bit about how that led to the creation of your business? I'm sure. So what kind of created um, Girls Chronically Rock, what inspired it, was, you know, due to the fact that I do have a chronic illness called muscular dystrophy. So I kind of wanted to create something with the word chronic in it. I just didn't know exactly what I wanted it to say. But, um, you know, just was magically one night I was just in my bed and something just came to me and it was like, Girls Chronically Rock. And I was like, I like, like that. You know, it kind of went with the flow, and then that's kind of where the name kind of started, and I knew I wanted to create different t-shirts that had different inspirations, you know, with different meanings behind it, and so, you know, and I wanted it to just kind of be for everybody, not just for people with chronic illness, like, yes, that is the main target we was focusing for, but I just want everybody to feel included, and, you know, everyone to buy it, even if they have a, a family member, like a sister or cousin, friend, who may have a chronic illness, and they, you know, supporting them and wearing the shirt right along with them, so that's kind of where, you know, the business name and my t-shirt line got created. And it's a great name too. I mean, I uh, was talking to some family members about it and I brought up the name and they're like, oh, that sounds awesome. Oh, okay, <laughs> they liked it. <laughs> Thank you. So let's go back to the very beginning of your business. If you could go back in a time machine to the very first day uh, and you only had a few minutes to tell yourself anything, what would you say? I would say, first thing, I always say, like, I wish I started sooner. That is one thing. Kind of like just saying to myself, like, just kind of be more confident and kind of like, you know, why didn't I start this sooner and just kind of believe in yourself? Because I think the reason, too, why I didn't start sooner was, you know, part of me was even in denial of even having been diagnosed with muscular dystrophy. So that was even just a hard time to even just acknowledge it. So, you know, as much as I may say, oh, I wish I started sooner, it's like, I kind of feel like maybe I probably wouldn't have because it's like I can even acknowledge to tell people, like, yes, I do have muscular dystrophy where now 
you know, I totally, you know, yeah, that's like, you know, people know me like, oh, yeah, people are bringing more awareness about it. People are finding more about it, you know, because I never even heard of it before I was diagnosed. So it's, um, you know, I'm bringing more awareness where I posted like a few years ago before I started the business. Like, I totally didn't talk about it. Yeah, I, I can definitely relate to that too because, uh, I was, I was diagnosed, uh, with, with a totally, it's a different disability, but still I, I so know the feeling of in the beginning, the scariness of should I tell people? Should I not tell people? Yeah. What's this gonna mean? Exactly, exactly. Okay, yeah, so you can totally get it. Yeah. So, uh, I hope that you donate a por- portion of the profit, uh, to the Muscle, uh, Dystrophy Association. So how did that partnership first start? Um, well, that partnership, um, started because, um, you know, of course, so as I mentioned, I was diagnosed with muscle dystrophy. And as of right now, I am the Massachusetts State Ambassador for the MBA. So I go to different, like, speaking engagements, you know, to bring awareness, um, go to different events that, you know, the MBA may ask me to go to, you know, to, Talk to say maybe different firefighters because they have like events um called for the beat where they raise money for the MBA um just you know going to different speaking engagements so with that you know I'm just like I really you know would like there to be a cure just like all other diseases that don't you know obviously have one but of course um muscle dystrophy is you know meaning and dear to my heart because that's what I have of so course. You know, I was like you know I wanted to you know have some of the pro you know go towards you know the MBA each month which I think would be awesome and I'm just hoping one day you know thinking those proceeds that, you know, there would be a cure, you know, with some kind of treatment um in the near future, you know, for my type of MD. So what would you recommend for other businesses that are thinking of incorporating the whole uh, donating a portion of their profits to a, ch- a charity uh, and and doing similar partnerships? Um, I would definitely recommend them, like, maybe reaching out to, you know, the organization. Because, I mean, that I think I, I wouldn't see any organization turning them down. I think, you know, what organization, you know, they're always looking for, you know, funds for research and, you know, treatment. So I would definitely recommend reaching out, you know, to the organization, maybe talk to whoever's in charge and let them know your story, what your business is about, you know, if it's something that really, like, if you have organization you're reaching out to you know i'm sure they would love to partner up i don't see you know why not so i would definitely recommend reaching them out and telling your story because your your story at the end of the day is what you know gonna sell and get you know attraction they're like oh wow she's dealing with this so she gets it you know let's partner with her so i definitely would recommend that because they would totally get it at the end of the day so is this also how you first got involved in the MBA Muscle Walk too? Um, yeah. So the Muscle Walk, I did that actually last year as well. Um, in the Boston Commons here in Massachusetts, it was a lot of fun. And I can't believe like this year already, like the whole year went by. And I can't believe it's already like next, uh, next Saturday, the 19th. So it will be here pretty soon. So I'm like looking forward to it. I hope it's a nice day out. And I spoke last year at the walk. I don't know if they're going to have me speak this year, but, you know, I'm totally open for whatever they, um, you know, want me to do. And I usually have my family and friends there and I bring my scooter because it is like a lot of walking for me. So um, I would have my cousins help me bring my scooter and then I would, you know, ride around the Boston Commons. And it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of people. They have like different activities, face painting for the kids. And, you know, I'm looking forward to it. Only thing is, like I said, I just hope it's a nice day. No rain. <laughs> it, it looks like a lot of fun. I've seen, uh, I've seen some photos of it online. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. It is a lot of fun. So I'm totally looking forward to it because I had a great time last year. Uh, so do you, do you use that in a way too to, uh, get the word out there about your business? Like, I'm sure that's a great method for that. Yeah, definitely. Cause last year it was so funny, but my business is actually just going to be like a year, like next month, June, like that's the website launch. So, you know, I, um, 
And last year, I didn't even have, like, some of the, all the t-shirts, like, ready. So this time next year, I'm all prepared. I already told my friends and cousins, like, oh, yeah, all of us are wearing my t-shirts, you know, from Girls Trying to Rock. So I have some for them, my guy cousins and everybody. So it's going to be fun. And I think that will be great marketing. And, you know, all of us have the t-shirts. And I want people to say, hey, like, those t-shirts are nice. Where did you get those from? So I plan to be prepared, have my t-shirts, have my business cards ready. And I think it's going to be awesome. Great way. Yeah, definitely a great way to get the conversation started. People have no idea. We'll be like, oh, what's that? Right, exactly. So, yeah, I'm excited. (laughs) Great marketing, you know, and then having a good time as well. So knowing what you know now about running a business with a chronic illness, what do you think is the most important thing for those that find themselves in the same position to remember? I would just say, you know, take it day by day. Um, I'm still, you know, learning new things each day. Of course, having a chronic illness, there's some days, you know, we may feel more fatigued than others, more tired. And I just kind of just think of different, you know, when I get messages on Facebook telling me, oh, I love what you're doing. I love your line of work and what you're doing for people like us. And, you know, those motivational and inspired words, like, honestly, just even get me through the day. And just like, wow, like, people are paying attention. Because you kind of never know. You know, yeah. know if, like, if, you, if someone may like the shirt, if they don't like this, would they like me to change it? So just those inspirational words and just encouragement totally gets me through an everyday basis. And, you know, of course, watching my TV shows always makes me happy. But, you know, just always thinking, just even when I'm in my bed lying down, I would just try to think of different creative ways and ideas of what I can do to maybe, you know, attract more customers and things like that and just try to post on Instagram. You know, let people know, don't let people forget about, you know, your brand and your business because they say just like a day, not even posting on your social media accounts like people can forget. And I believe yeah. that's like so too. So I would say just keep going, just keep striving. And, you know, I know some days you may feel tired and may not want to, but even if I said like if you're even lying down in your bed, maybe just even post a little something on, you know, even it could be a meme. It could be even not even something regarding your business, but like a meme and maybe post like a message under it. Because I noticed the more you open up, I noticed that attracts more customers too. Which I noticed, which again, this is something that's new to me over the years. Because like I said, I was totally, no one even even knew what was going on with me. So I was totally fine. I know there's more opening up that attracts more customers and, you know, just more people onto your, like, social media account. Because they're like, oh, wow, like, I know someone that has this. Or my friend, I've got someone of that. Like, my son has this. We send must for the trophy. And I'm like, oh, wow. So it's like, you know, and always hashtagging, too, I know this helps. Hashtagging is like, oh, my God. Like, that brings in so many people because I never knew how much of a lifesaver hashtag is. Like, I found so many people just by hashtagging on Instagram with, um, like, muscular dystrophy, just that word. And, like, I've got so found so many other people just in my area that have, like, muscular dystrophy and also my same type of regurdal muscular dystrophy. So it's been pretty awesome. I find that the disability community in general online is very strong. That is true, yeah. Yep, that is true. Yeah, I, like, I volunteer with this, uh, this diabetes charity and I really like in the past year realized just how many people are just going on there and wanting to use it as a way to support each other and, right. and do something positive. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yep, it's true. Because even just that hashtag along to like disability, disability awareness, that like I found so many other people as well. So yeah, it's true. A lot of things are changing. So many disability and support groups on Facebook I'm finding and I just I absolutely love it because it's just, you know, at the end of the day, like, we can all relate and understand each other. So uh, what kind of communities have you got involved with? And uh, can you talk a little bit more about how you found them helpful? Um, all the different support groups that I'm on? Yeah. Um, yeah, just like I found some, like, on Facebook, like, there's one for, like, in girl, there's one for um, living with MD, and then I found one, like, it was, like, disability, um, 
advocates or something on Facebook. Because you know, like once sometimes when you join one group, then on Facebook it lets you like see what other groups are maybe similar to the ones you just joined, which I kind of like. So then I kind of like been finding different ones like that way, and I'm like, oh wow. And then some people that I met on Facebook, they also had recommended some other groups as well, like you know, regarding like disability overall. So I have joined a few of those, and it's just kind of nice because you know I I may ask questions like the same questions and all of them because it's like you know some people may not all be in the same support group and you know about like CPAs and different things and what they may find with traveling and I kind of like that support you know because then I get some answers back and learn new tips and ideas that I honestly never even knew before so I honestly love asking questions because you know like I said at the end of the day they get it so they're gonna let me know oh hey this works this doesn't work let's try this so I definitely appreciate that. I read on as well that you were part of the Boston Business Women's Network. Oh yeah, I love that. Yeah, that is. I learned connected with so many people just from that Boston Business Network alone. Like going to different networking events. Um, been featured on other podcasts through that event. Um, I met like an awesome girl. She's um does like PR. She's helping me do a fundraising event next Tuesday. Um, to lead up to my walk to help the money for my um the muscle walk so yeah that boston business network is like awesome that's like my number one <laughs> so you know, like outside the disability that's like you know for business stuff that's like my number one. <laughs> uh, yeah i'm sure it's always really helped that vocal ones too exactly. to get the environment. exactly yeah so true on a related note what what is your area like for running a business like yours what like what are some of the Pros and cons. Um, I would say Boston is not really. Well, to me, I don't really wouldn't really say Boston's like fashion city. But we do. I feel like it is upcoming. I feel like there are a little, you know, upcoming fashion designers like in the Boston area. Like we do have two here that do have fashion design and merchandising, like um, LaSalle, Framingham State University. Um, where I went, we have math art, so we have the school of fashion design. It's just that it, it, we may not be as big as let's say like New York City or LA. But I definitely feel like you know because. I don't have so much competition and because I feel like I have a unique story behind my business. I feel like I am at the perfect place, you know, so it's just a matter of, you know, networking, getting it out there. Because as of right now, I would like to get it into like, you know, different local boutique stores and eventually would love to get it in Target. That's like my idea of the goal. Absolutely. And uh, that's probably a good area to be, to be doing that for yeah. sure. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, I'm excited. I just want to get it into some stores and I will be like so excited about that. But I know, you know, it takes time and I got to get some things together, but that's my ultimate goal. So uh, what about your designs? Uh, what's the process behind that? Um, the process of, you know, as I said, I just think of like different wording because I love graphic tees. Like that's pretty much all I wear. Like I just love when I wake up in the morning, I don't even have to be going anywhere, but I just love putting on my graphic t-shirt. So, you know, I always like t-shirts with like different meanings, inspirational colors. So once I like come up with the wording, I kind of reach out to like say my graphic designer. And then I would say, hey, I wanted to say this with these colors. And then he kind of, um, you know, will come back and let me know his different um samples. And I'll let him know, oh, I would like this change and this color change. And that's kind of where I go from there. And then I have a t-shirt printing lady, which is in the same town I live in Cambridge, Massachusetts, which works out. And then I kind of would just let her know, hey, I would like to order this many sizes the colors and then she um will deliver them to my home for me so it's pretty convenient oh yeah it, it yeah. must be really helpful for them all to be local oh yeah definitely definitely and of course i know when i eventually get you know bigger which i you know would love to you know when it gets to can you know i already said like i would like to reach out 
for other t-shirts, you know, because say if I have a super large order, it's like, you know, I want to have like, you know, backup. Say, you know, she's away on vacation and, you know, I need her to print shirts. So I feel like it's always good, you know, to get like backup. So I'm in the process of actually looking, you know, for other local t-shirt places, you know, as well. And, you know, who knows? Maybe I might even find a t-shirt place that's even cheaper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There's always, there's always the chance of that for sure. There's always new things popping up exactly. for stuff like that. Yeah, so you never know. So yeah, I'm going to definitely, you know, reach out and get different price quotes and stuff. So what was it like uh, making you switch from Etsy seller to self-hosted website? What have your experiences been like with that? Um, I feel like um, I got more of an attractive audience um, when I got the actual website. So, you know, I love Etsy, don't get me wrong, but I just kind of feel like, you know, after some time I was like, you know, I need, I want like a real legit website. Like I don't want to have like an Etsy, I want to just have girls trying to rock and just like clean, professional and, you know, just want it to look like the way I want it. And, you know, I reached out to my guy who, you know, makes websites and he totally just put my whole vision to life. And, you know, I, I got more comfortable now because I felt like I was never tech savvy with, you know, adding things and now I'm getting more comfortable because I have it through Shopify and Shopify's amazing because they're open yeah. 24 7. So, which I love. So, whenever I'm like, hey, how do I add this? Like, you know, so they're like there whenever I need them. So, I'm getting more comfortable with doing it on my own. But I just kind of like have the fact of having my own website opposed to Etsy. I still have the t shirts on Etsy, and it's so weird because I honestly forget sometimes. And then because I had like an order on it last week, and I'm like, oh yeah. I forgot that it was even there. So, you know, I still have it, but it's like I mostly promote just the website girls currently rock now at the moment. I do uh website running and one of my clients, she also has a e commerce business and uh I I've been hearing so many good things about Shopify from her as well. Like, yeah. Yeah, she said she definitely had similar things to say about yeah. like how yeah. technology element is much, much easier to handle. Yeah, it is, and they're, like, just so nice whenever, like, you need them, like, they're there. I love it. <laughs> uh, so you mentioned that one of your goals was to get your clothing line in department stores and boutiques. Uh, what has that been like so far for you? Um, so far, you know, I just been mostly sending emails, but after um, speaking to a PR person, she kind of broke it down. She was, like, in order to get into these stores, like, emails is not even just cutting it. She was, like, you need kind of, like, a line sheet, which will kind of, like, break down, like, what I would, like, what I sell with t-shirts, like, online, and then what I would sell them, like, say, to the store, like, as a wholesale price. So she was, like, you have to really get into detail, and she says also create, like, a lookbook. So I was, like, ah, I never even, like, duh. You know, like, when someone tells you something, it's, like, oh, that's what, you know, because it makes sense. It's, like, a simple email, you know, here I'm thinking, I'm going into details, you see my website. But, you know, she was like, you need like a lot, a lookbook and a line sheet. So I'm like, ah, so I have this other, um, girl that I'm working with. And so she's awesome with, you know, doing websites. So she's going to help me create a line sheet and a lookbook. And so once we create that, then we, I will proceed and then kind of resend to these stores that I was reaching out to before. And then hopefully this will catch their eye, I'm hoping. And then yeah. they'll be like, hey, you know, like, yeah, let me, let's, you know, partner up. Yeah, yeah, and uh, probably so helpful for them to get a sense of not only your story, but also, like, see some photos of things and stuff like that. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, I'm hoping, like, once you create that, I'm like, ah, I'm going to say this will do it. This will open the door. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah, definitely, for sure. <laughs> so, on this season of the show, I've been talking to a lot of guests about their average Workday, you mentioned you're running Girls Chronically Rock and working at a popular clothing store. How does juggling both impact your routine? Uh, well, yeah, so I do part-time merchandising for Tommy John men's underwear. So I kind of just travel to, um, say, Nordstrom's in the local area, like different stores, and they also sell them at men's warehouse. 
So because it's part time, I kind of feel like that gives me the flexibility and open, you know, to still be able to run Girls Chronically Rock. And the thing I love about Tommy John is I don't have to, it's not like a set schedule where it's like, you know, because my manager is honestly in New York City. So I communicate with her like via, like if you talk on the phone or via email. So it's kind of like I don't have any, nobody like hovering over my back. I, I kind of can go in when I want and kind of just get the work done. And then once I go in, I report the work on the computer to the Pacific website and I upload like before and after photos. So that's one thing I like about that is flexibility and then it still gives me a lot of open time to still, you know, run Girls Trying to Rock. Because Girls Trying to Rock right now is like my main focus. Because I eventually want to be able to expand where I don't even have to work. Yeah. <laughs> like, to be honest. Like, it's really just like Girls Trying to Rock at the moment. <laughs> You're, it's good that the two overlap too. Like, yeah. I find with people that are, are doing both, it's like, that's not always the cake. That's always the challenge they have to yes. work through. Exactly. It's true. So at least I'm glad I have this opportunity and I said because it's like part time. So, you know, but yeah, so I would just love to, you know, go as far as we rock this in and then I can, you know, just, you know, leave Tommy John. Not like I don't like it, but you know, this would be my main focus, which I live and breathe right now. So I love it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so what message do you find the most helpful for uh, juggling things in your professional life and staying productive and motivated with both aspects of your professional life? Um, I would say, as I mentioned before, about like getting those inspirational like, messages or when I see people out there like, oh my God, I love what trying to do I love what you're doing. Um, things like that definitely inspire me. Um, when I'm seeing other people like myself who may have a chronic illness and they're doing their business, they're doing their YouTube channel, they're doing different speaking engagements, and I'm just like, wow, like, look at them, like, that's inspiration. You know, mm-hmm. because definitely people like that that I follow on a regular basis, they, you know, motivate me as well. Because I'm like, wow, like, look at them. You know what I mean? I'm like, I can do it. You know, I know that we all have our days. It's not perfect. People may look, you know, from the outside looking on Instagram, like, things may be perfect, but it's like, you know, I'm like, she's doing her thing and he's doing his thing. And so that definitely inspires me as well. And just, you know, when I see customers, you know, buying the shirts and I'm like, you know, what was going in? That definitely motivates me to that, you know, when I get some sales in and makes me happy. Cause, you know, it's like people, I'm drawing in that attention and people like it. So that yeah. actually inspires me and motivates me on a regular basis. That's the best motivation for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. So this is on to the question I've been asking most, most of the guests. Uh, so what three words best describe your business and why? Um, I would say fun, inspired, and I'm trying to think, I was going to say rocking. Because I'm just like, you know, I'm to think, yeah, I like rocking. You know, I would have the girl time and rock. And just I want people to feel like just fun and happy while we're in this shirt and just motivated, you know, at the same, the same time, you know, because with the different quotes I have on my line, it's like, you know, they speak volumes right there in itself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, that's, that's so important. That's so, so much. Yeah. So important yeah. for the fire. To, uh, so what other long-term goals do you have for Girls Chronically Raw? Um, sure. So as I, um, the first um, goal was, you know, to right now work on my line sheet and look for, hopefully get it into some stores to track, you know, not even just stores, but I'm also looking, I feel like it would be awesome if I even got them into some gym. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's all about like health and wellness and, you know, my story behind it because I have a chronic illness. So I would love to get it in gyms. Um, my next with Girls Chronically Rock under my same umbrella, I would love to honestly network and partner up with um, fashion design schools here in the Boston area, like Math Art or the School of Fashion Design to see if they would create a program that helps create an adaptive line for people with disabilities. 
I would love to do that. I was thinking about that, so I honestly been reaching out. I just actually sent an email just to Math Art and School of Fashion Design lessons, so I'm hoping that I will get a response back from them. But even if I don't, an adaptive clothing line is something that I'm in the works of doing right now because I have with a local fashion designer here that I had met with and so I told her my idea and she said she would love you know to create an adaptive line with me so me and her are going to start that hopefully um in the fall so that is one thing I'm definitely working on and that will be under the girls trying to rock umbrella and then the last thing I was thinking of because I mean I'm always I lived in deep fashion I went to school for fashion design and merchandising I love putting outfits together I love you know when my friends were like oh what are you going to wear what is she going to wear so I would love to do something with fashion styling, um, but with people with disabilities. Because what people don't understand is it takes time for us to get dressed. I mean, when I'm going out, I need like that extra 20 or even 30 minutes just to put on my pants. You know, and there's not out. a lot of clothes yeah. that are suitable right. as well. Exactly. So it's like it just takes time. So it's like I'm trying to partner up and, you know, maybe ask other fashion stylists who are big here in the area. Like, you know, what network, what connections do you have? And, you know, I just want to have like something that's adapted you know, for people like myself, because, you know, we're out here, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, we do this, we still go out and like to have a good time, and, you know, so that was another, um my, my goal as well, I would like to have under the Girls Trying to Rock Umbrella, and I've been thinking of different things, I would like to start doing, like, subscription boxes, where clients, like, I will have different things, like t-shirts, maybe inspirational quotes, um, coffee mugs, and, like, journals, where there's customers, and then I can mail that out to them each month, so I was thinking about that as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah I have, like, a good. lot of different, you know, ideas. Even, like, if I found someone that has, like, you know, something that, like, I'm trying to think of stuff I drink that makes me feel good. Like, you know, if I feel fatigued, like, you know, maybe I can add that into the box. And, you know, so those are some ideas. You know, of course, I'll have to do some research and, you know, want to find out what customers want. But I was like, I would love that because I'd like to get prescription boxes. But, of course, mine will be for people, like, you know, with, the, with chronic illnesses. You know, I want to target, you know, on us. So, and also know. people who uh, might have the mobility challenges of going to their nearest store too yeah. that might be really helpful exactly exactly so yeah i'll be like oh the system boxes that would be so awesome it would be so cute yeah <laughs> so yeah that's so yeah so see i have like a lot of you know what i want to accomplish i know it's just going to take time but i am you know determined and motivated to get it all done yeah sounds awesome yeah so, <laughs> To sum things up, where can listeners find you online? I'm sure. So you can actually find me. I'm on Instagram, girlchronically underscore rock. That's on IG. And then you can also find me on Facebook. Um, my name is Keisha Graves. And then I also have a business um, page on Facebook, girlchronically rock. You can just type that in and I am on there. And then, of course, if you want to check out my t-shirts, my merchandise, and find out more about me, you can check all of that out on www.girlchronicallyrock.com, my website. And, yeah, all the information is right there. You can purchase a t-shirt, ask me any questions you may like, and, yeah, everything's right there. So please check it out. Yeah, and, of course, I'll include that in the show notes if your listeners are driving or anything like that. All right, so great chatting with you, and have a good rest of your day. Thank you, you too. Yeah. All right, bye-bye. Bye. If you like what you heard and you would like to keep up to date on future episodes, hit the subscribe button on your podcast listening device. And I also have an active newsletter for podcast updates and etc. And the link for that is available in the show notes if you'd like to opt into that. And of course, tell all your friends and I'll see you soon on future episodes.